Our family structure would seem very crazy compared to the traditional family. And people might have a hard time understanding how we've made our family so strong, but so different. You're listening to Truth Talk by Faith Unshaken, the show that combines real-life experience with biblical truths to encourage believers, renew relationships, and equip Christ followers to go and make disciples. We're your hosts, Scott and Angela, military veteran and registered nurse, married since 2004, proud parents and grandparents. We are two ordinary people forgiven and redeemed by an extraordinary God. Our passion is to see lives transformed by the healing power of Jesus. Join us every episode for encouragement and practical advice from a biblical perspective and our lived experience in the areas of parenting, marriage, family, addiction and recovery, and growing in faith. We're so glad you're here. All right, today is giveaway day, and we will announce the winners of our first ever giveaway at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that if you have been entered into the drawing. So you're probably wondering what we mean by unique or crazy family makeup. Well, we have four children, and they came into our lives in all different ways. Our two older sons were mine from a previous marriage, and Scott became their stepfather when they were four and six years old. Our daughter Grace was born after five years of infertility when we finally tried in vitro. And our youngest, Sydney, we adopted from China when she was five. So yeah, a bit crazy in the makeup of our family. But one thing we know is that family is not just about blood. It's about who you choose to love. To risk stealing words from Garth Brooks, but... Blood is thicker than water, but love is thicker than blood. There you go. And it's very true in our situation. You know, I was 24 years old when we met and got married. Boys were, what, four and six? Mm -hmm. And I became instant dad. But I had to make the decision from the very beginning that it was a package deal. I loved you from from the beginning. I was enamored with you. And there's these little precious boys that came in part of it. And so I decided right away, no matter what, they were going to be treated as if they were mine. Now, saying that, those two boys growing up knew how to push my buttons. And they knew how to hit underneath the belt to get a reaction or try to get a reaction to to say words that would hurt and cut to the heart. But that never changed my love for them and what I tried to do for them. But they they could uh, make things difficult at times. That was for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, having a blended family is never easy. I think a lot of you out there can attest to that. And... Today, I can say that I have a great relationship with both of them. Yeah. You know, and they have both come to me and told me that I am their dad. I'm the one that raised them. And that means a lot now. You know, I, there was times with growing up I would have liked to hear have heard it, but it's okay because having young men, adult men, tell you that is almost better. And the fact that they have your crazy sense of humor and... 
Yes, so the fact that they can have my sense of humor and quirkiness and jokes and bad singing it just is part of it, you know, that they may, it may not be blood, but I passed on some great traits to them. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and now our sons are married to beautiful young ladies who are our bonus daughters. And we have five grandchildren who totally light up our world. They're not spoiled by grandma and grandpa at all, though. You know, there's nothing like seeing your child become a parent and seeing the love that they have and seeing what good parents they are. It's a totally amazing feeling and a little bit of sweet revenge when your grandsons have attitudes and are mischievous just like their dads. Oh, I have so many stories about you boys. But now you get to experience the joy with your own little munchkins. Yes, it's uh, very fun to watch that when they're pulling their hair out and I, and trying to tell me about it. And I just laugh and say, you yep. don't think I haven't been there? <laughs> You're exactly the same way. You know, so we, yes, we had the boys. But, you know, fairly early on in our marriage, we wanted children together. And so we started down that road and uh, it just wasn't happening. So we went through lots of processes to figure out what was going on. And in the end, the main thing was that I had some fertility issues that just couldn't really be fixed. And so that led us down the in vitro road. And after fully kind of looking into that, decided that we were going to try that. And lots of prayer and talking to people we knew. And But that was in itself a hard road because right. that, that wasn't like, we decided to do it, and oh, a couple months later, we had a kid, you know, or mm-hmm. we're pregnant. It, even the, even through that process, we it, we had a lot of struggles. Mm-hmm. It was about five years of trying different fertility treatments. We had, you know, miscarriages, failed attempts, and then, like you said, we decided to go with in vitro, and um, and that process is hard in itself. Just the hormones and the shots and you know all of that stuff and it's a big process and um, but we did get pregnant and we were so excited especially when we found out we were having a little girl um, and our daughter was due at the end of January but in November I got the worst headache of my entire life there's not even any words I can use to describe it not even the pain of childbirth is as severe as this headache was so we went to the birthing center I ended up being transported an hour and a half away to the nearest hospital with a neonatal intensive care unit because they had to induce labor. Um, I had severe preeclampsia. My blood pressure was 250 over 150. Um, and if you know, normal is like 120 over 80. So, um, yeah, it was a very serious condition and they had to induce her. Um, yes, that was, I mean, one of the scariest worst days of my life. I get you in there and you, you're, I had to carry you in because you were in so much pain. You couldn't even hardly walk. Your head was hurting so bad. And then they they check you out and just look at me and say, well, we have to induce labor. The doctor at the time, that doctor, the original one, just wasn't very sympathetic or explained a lot. And so that was very... Essentially, they told me that you would die unless they induce labor. And didn't give me any odds or anything else about because we knew we were ten weeks early on our daughter, so and so I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the day I about lost my wife and my daughter. Yeah, Grace was born 10 weeks premature. Uh, had a NICU stay for seven weeks. Yeah, we call her a miracle baby. That's right. She's 13 now and strong and feisty and wouldn't that, know she was ever Attitude two and like a half your mama. Pounds. Yeah, she was two and a half pounds. You'd never know it. And um, Yeah, she's just a beautiful young lady. And there's one funny story. Well, a couple of funny stories, actually, with that. I am addicted to chapstick. And so my sister, my mom, and me. you were there when I was being loaded into the ambulance because they had to take me by ambulance, like I said, an hour and a half away. And I didn't care about anything else, but I had my chapstick in my hand. I was not going to let go of that chapstick because I didn't want to be an hour and a half with chapped lips. So that's a that's a funny story that everybody always tells. And then in my... I was, you know, on some pain meds and, and all these medications to try to get my blood pressure down. And I was pretty much out of it. Like, you know, couldn't really say much or comprehend or, you know, think clearly. But I was laying in the hospital bed and my mom, my sister and Scott were there in the room with me. And my mom never shares drinks. She never lets anybody drink after her or, you know, she just doesn't. She thinks that's gross. But Scott asked my mom for a drink of her soda and she gave it to him. And I almost, I, that, just hearing that, that she shared a drink with Scott just rose me out of my near coma like state. Yeah, she was out of her stupor in an instant. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we were blessed with our beautiful baby girl mm-hmm. who is now, like you said, now 13. And we went on with life and. That scariness, God took care of us. Mm-hmm. We saw us through all of that. And, and then we started talking about having another kid just so that she could have a sibling that was closer to her age because mm-hmm. it was, what, 10 years 10 difference? And 12 between the boys, yeah. Yeah, her youngest brother and hers, 10 years difference. Mm-hmm. But we were very scared and apprehensive to try to go through a natural process again. Right. With, with Angela and Grace about dying, I was very apprehensive. I was getting lots of assurances from doctors, but when they would talk to us, it didn't seem to me like they were really very sure. So we started looking into adoption. Yeah. Uh, we looked at all sorts of options and, th- and things and decided to go with Small World. Mm-hmm. Uh, because your brother, Yeah, because mm-hmm. your brother had been through them and... Brought two young ladies home from China. Yes. And for me, it was because they, we knew this was going to have to be something from God. Yeah. Financial and everything else. And they were one of the agencies that right on their front page and everything, it was very Christian and mm-hmm. and God mission statement mm-hmm. right there. And so that, to me, was this is the one we need to use. If we're yeah. push, putting this to God, then I want to use the agency that is is for God. Mm-hmm. So we decided to start the adoption process, and we were looking at what was available. And so at first we were signed up to go adopt a child from Ethiopia. Yeah. We were in that program for a while. Like two and a half years? Maybe not that long, maybe a year and a half. But we did our home study and everything, you know, all of our stuff 
to get ready for the right for that program yeah and then things happen and our agency ended up pulling out of ethiopia because they were being asked for bribes and different things from officials so mm-hmm. they refused to do that and they pulled out of ethiopia yeah and they had a brand new program in the country of lesotho which i had never heard of mm-hmm. or even knew about until then so i looked it up on a map and here's a tiny dot in the country of south africa which is the country of lesotho and its only neighbor is South Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and South Africa provides its military and everything else for that little country. Yeah. So we were on that one for, what, another year and a half or so? We were there for a while. When We got, we were there long enough that we moved up on the list to, what, number two? Yeah. It was a brand new program, though, so there was only like ten people on the list. But we started out as number four, I think. And then, yeah, after a long process it, we st- still were moving but not very quickly and the agency decided that they would um let anybody from that lesotho program transfer over to the china program if they wanted just because they they weren't able to make things move in that new program so we talked about that and prayed about it and then as we were going doing that our agency had a on their webpage, a list of waiting children in China. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking through that list and we saw Sydney. Yeah. And we, well, Angela claims mm-hmm. she saw her first, but I, I saw her first. No. And I said, there's our girl. <laughs> we both saw her and saw it at, or thought it at this, you know, at the same time. But yes, we were going through that list and staring at that computer screen and we saw the little girl with the big brown eyes and, you know, we both knew, you know, it wasn't, we didn't have to discuss it. We didn't have to, you know, take time to pray about it. Um, I mean, we did pray about it, but we, we knew instantly. I mean, there was no question. Um, we knew that God had led us, you know, through all the crazy twists and turns of, of the adoption process and journey, um, to this little girl and that she had been born to be ours. Yes, I mean, yeah, those big brown eyes in that picture, and I remember the smile. The mm-hmm. smile's what... Yeah. Her, it was a little crooked smile, mm-hmm. and that, I just instantly knew that was yeah. my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she just had that light, you know, in her eyes. You could tell that she was just... had that, that light there. And then, yeah, November of that same year, so that was in January. And so, you know, November of that year, we were on our way to China to bring Sydney home. Yeah, and we, so that was pretty amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I spent a lot of years in the military, and I've been a lot of places in this world, but going to China was a unique and good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thoroughly enjoyed that part, you know, getting to see some of the Chinese culture and the history yeah. that everybody gets talks about. And to see that in real life was like a lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. And so, and now I've seen two of the world wonders. That's right. So yeah. that I've got to see the pyramids of Giza, and now I've seen the Great Wall of China mm-hmm. in the snow, in slipping the snow. and sliding up and down yeah. the Great Wall. We wrote our names, all of our names, in one of the turrets or whatever. On yeah, the, one of the guard posts on the Great Wall. And so that was fun. You, did you build a snowman? No. No, there was a snowman Somebody there, else had someone, built a yeah. tiny little snowman. And, I took your picture with it. And then everybody thought I built yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah. And then we celebrated your birthday there. 
and you, I bought you a cake and arranged it for the room, but the, the hotel, um, knew it was your birthday too. And so they had a cake. So we ended up with two cakes (laughs) for two people, (laughs) for two two people. Uh, I think we ate a quarter of one. Uh huh. It was really good though, but yeah, yeah, very good cakes, lots of good food, lots of good experience. Saw Tiananmen Square. Yeah. So that was our first week there. And then our second, beginning of our second week, we flew to her province and we had, what, a day there? Fujian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah a day got there. there. Then we had a day there. And then the next day after that was the day we got to meet her. Yeah. And I remember we were so <laughs> scared and apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our time came and we went mm-hmm. to our, for our appointment to meet, meet them and meet her. And yeah. we walk in and the lady from the orphanage uh, said said whatever in Mandarin. Mama she, Baba. And she said Mama Baba for us. And she just got right up and came right to us. And mm-hmm. I was just yeah floored, you know. Mm-hmm. And She was five at the time when yes, we adopted five her. Years so old. she wasn't, you know, a baby. Um, so, yeah, we didn't know what to expect at all um, going into that, that meeting. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, she took to me immediately... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, we had the incident of her crying in the, in the that room with yeah. them when the there was a another infant that was in there that was just crying nonstop and that made her start crying. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we got back to our room, I mean, it was almost instant connection with mm-hmm. me. The iPad and the Fruit Ninja that and, distracted her and yeah, and then you know when we got alone, I would play with her and let her mm-hmm. jump at me and. Go look out the window at her, oh, yeah, with would, her, and yep. it, it look point at stuff, and she was telling me all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I don't have a clue what she ever she said saying, to me, but she loved noodles, so she ate noodles, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, like for that that whole two weeks in China, and then uh, we got her a. It wasn't an American girl, but you know one of the the cheaper <laughs> um, dolls, and she would just play with its hair and dress it up, and it was so cute. Yeah, she loved that thing. I, of course, probably the first real doll like that she'd yeah. ever seen. Mm-hmm. But she would take off when we were out in public. So you, yeah, she would get mad and, and just try to leave. You, you ended up having to carry her on your shoulders, a five-year-old on your shoulders for yeah, most I, of our I, touring. Yeah, I think most of the places I went in China, I had a five-year-old on my shoulders. That mm-hmm. was, and have and having a, a little girl throwing a fit and screaming, and you're trying to chase her down. You know these white people trying to chase down this little Chinese girl in China. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. E- interesting. Yes. We got some some very interesting looks. Got looks. Never know police, though. So. No, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. We had Thanksgiving dinner at a Thai food restaurant in China. Best Thai food. Best food, I think, I can say almost yeah. probably the best food <laughs> I've ever had. That yeah. was very some good. of the most delicious food I, mm-hmm. I could ever remember. We, we did miss Grace's seventh birthday, and she yeah. still doesn't let us forget it, but we brought home a sister, so. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so now we have our four beautiful kids. We've got, like I said, two bonus daughters, five grandkids, and, you know, who knows how our family's going to grow, you know. I'm just thankful God's blessed us with, with these opportunities and mm-hmm. with these kids. And even now with our adult kids, the questions they ask and the guidance they look for from us mm-hmm. to be able to disciple them, yeah, give them godly wisdom and advice. And our daughters now coming into middle school and all the questions and 
doubts and trying to figure out who you are and what's real and what's not. Mm -hmm. And some of the real talks that we're able to have, especially with Grace, the older one, means so much to me. Yeah. I'm constantly amazed at how much love I have for these kids. And they're all different. They all came into our family in different ways, but they're all my children. And I'm so, so proud to be their mom. Can't say they're all different. I mean, the two boys are different with their different attitudes, but Grace is a pretty good mix of the two boys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and the common denominator there is you. Oh, goodness. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't blame it on anyone else. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> and so however your family is made up, it's all beautiful. Sometimes it's messy. That you just got to, like that old little signs, you know, God bless this mess. That's right. <laughs> the house uh, or, the, or the family. Or the family, you know. <laughs> we are so excited for today. This is June 1st, and as promised, we have the winners of our first ever giveaway. And we have some special guests here today that are going to read out the prizes and the winners. There are daughters, Grace and Sydney, and they're going to help us out today. So we are um, glad you're here, glad you're tuned in, and uh, we'll get going here. We put all the entries into a random generator and came out with the top three winners. So here is Grace to tell you what our grand prize is. The grand prize is a Bible study bundle that includes a life application study Bible, Bible study notes journal, a Know Your Bible Guide, and a pack of Bible highlighters. Sydney, who is the winner of this grand prize? Laura. All right, Laura is our grand prize winner, so we will send you an email, and we'll get that mailed out to you as soon as we get your mailing address. And Sydney's going to tell us what our second place prize is. The second place prize is Faith Unshaking T-shirt. Awesome, and who is the winner of that? The winner is Lou. All right, Lou is our second place prize winner. And we will um, send you an email and we'll get your address and get that sent out to you. And Grace, what is our third place prize? The third place prize is a set of gratitude cards with wooden box and pens. And Sydney, who is the winner of the third place? Anthony. All right, Anthony, congratulations. Way to go, Anthony. Thank you so much for supporting us and for listening and tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, we just hope that this is a small way that we can say thank you for your support. We couldn't do it without you. Congratulations, Laura, Lou, and Anthony. What a great episode, and thank you for tuning in. If you can do us a quick favor and follow our channel, we'd be so grateful. Also, feel free to share this episode. We want the love of Jesus to reach as far as the internet can go, and we need your help to do it. And finally, if you click on the link in the show notes for our resource page, you will be able to see the events, promotions, and freebies that we have going on right now. You're able to access those offers, and you can sign up for our email list so you'll never miss any of our awesome content. All right, we'll see you next time. And until then, keep keep smiling. smiling.